The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So can you hear those little shits? In the I actually did just I li- I did just hear them actually. Yeah. So listeners, I'm at a hotel in San Francisco and the the people next door have I think two kids with them and until 5 minutes ago they were screaming at a clitoral exorcist level like <laughs> it was God. beyond. It's so I thought bad. I was going to so have to bad. call the the house detective. Do they still have those in hotels? I thought I was going to have to call the house detective to investigate. It's so bad whenever. Because, like, what do you do? Like, yell at them? You can't. And I was listening to the dad, and he was being, he was doing what you have to do in that situation and just be completely calm and let the kid, like, have the tantrum. But at one point, I slammed a few doors myself because I was like, I understand you can't say anything, but the bitch next door can. <laughs> and that bitch is me. <laughs> Can I tell you what happened to me today? I was walking down Market Street in San Francisco, 
in possibly a not good neighborhood, which I knew wasn't a good neighborhood, but I thought I could walk through it quickly. Okay. Anyway, a vagrant on a skateboard slammed into me and knocked my glasses off of my head no. on the sidewalk. Yes. How did you wait this long to tell me this? We've been recording for 30 seconds. I know, but we talked- Did you want me to call you mid-fall? <laughs> no, like, what I was I supposed know. to do? As know, the glasses like- fell off, I was supposed to go, Chris! Yeah, honestly, yes, but wow. Wait, <laughs> really? That's terrible. It was an assault. And then he went away, and I didn't even realize my glasses had fallen off, and someone behind me picked them up and said, sir, and I turned around. And I was, like, mildly embarrassed. I don't really do embarrass that much, but I was sort of mildly, like, should I have done something? But I couldn't do anything because the guy was on a skateboard. Well, what? First of all, what? This is like when my car got keyed. It's like, what was I going to do? Open the car door and like a- attack this person? Right. No. Right. Like you, it, you just take it and then you- naturally there was some fucking guy behind me on the sidewalk. Who was like, yeah, I would have slapped the shit out of him, and I would have been like, yeah, well, you're also not five four and old <laughs> and had your glasses knocked off your face, son. I hate people. I hate everyone. Fuck you, San Francisco. No, I love San Francisco, but I couldn't even identify who it was. He was a vague. He was wrapped oh, in blankets no. and on he a was, skateboard. He was gone, baby, gone. He was gone, baby, gone. Uh, speaking of vagrants, let's just dive right into Jada Pinklet Smith. Uh, We're overdue to speak about this. We should have talked about it last week, and we didn't. And it, it, that's on us. I must just say. To go ahead. I know you're I you're like actually annoyed about this chapter. No, I'm not. No, I like want to do a whole other episode about her because of this. The fact <laughs> that she had the abs to quote Ramona Singer, the audacity to <laughs> deliver that book to us and then and then because every single person that has a podcast and or a voice said Jada, what the fuck are you saying that you didn't see the slap and you didn't know what you were talking about? You were in the front right. row. Right. Like the fact that you think that you're pulling one over on us. She right. now has to double down because that's what she does best and come to play and say, oh, actually, the slap is the the only thing that's like rejuvenated my love for my husband. And like he should yeah. have assaulted someone. And it's now called the holy slap. They call it the holy slap that saved their marriage. She's slapping all of us in the face and and <laughs> telling us that it's a kiss and telling us that it's a kiss. She's a lot. Just a reminder that the title of her book is Worthy. The original title was Unlovable. I leave you with that information. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm not making that up, Christopher. Google yes, it. Yes, you are. Christopher. Michael DeRosa, I will pause this podcast. Are you serious? I swear to you, she said in interviews that her original title was unlovable and somehow it changed to worthy. I love delivering this information to you. And I hope that you want to fix her even less because we are not doing another episode about her. I brought her up four times during my holiday show. I feel like I'm going to lose fans. Well, we have to, we have to talk about your holiday show, but not just yet, but we, I mean, we have to dissect the night. It was a night to remember, by the way. If you weren't at the, the night room, of a thousand stars, it was the night of a thousand people who listened to this podcast crammed yeah. into a room is what it was. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty fucking amazing. But let's move on with our we before we even talk about that lunacy, I have to talk about the world's biggest lunatic. Just say the words Brit watch so I can say what I need to say. Brittany watch. Oh, baby, baby. Hey, y'all. 
This bitch, her Instagram this week is back at she's unfettered. Cuckoo levels. She Cuckoo. is. Yeah, she's not tied down. I think she fired the social media team, and now she's just firing off whatever she wants. And I'm absolutely living for it. It is lunacy. First of all, I thought that she had posted something the other day, and I, I swore that she was wearing a sombrero, and I was like, this has to <laughs> stop. That red hat she had on <laughs> and that tube it. top. She had a red hat on a tube top, and she was just acting really weird and making the heart signs and shrugging her shoulders and doing some sort of what looked like an interpretive dance with some sort of message that all of the uh, – the Britwits. Is that what we would call a nitwit who follows How Britney? A Britwit? Yeah, me, um, you mean me? I mean certainly me. do. Yeah. Uh, that all the Britwits were trying to fucking decipher what she was saying, and it just turned out that she was probably having a stroke. But then, a day later, she posted pictures from a 2020 house fire where she accidentally burned down her home gym. Yeah. Yes. Dominic, do yes. You I don't remember th this happening in 2020. Oh, I do. <laughs> but did we see pictures of it in 2020? No, or but was, she was like, it... I burned on my gym. Oops. Like we knew, we knew this yeah. happened. Yeah. I think that that's the issue is like, she's so gleeful about it. Like she has a family. Well, and that's and those when dogs, like, no, those dogs, <laughs> save those dogs. But that's also when she, we were like, Britney's in jail in her own home. So she, we were like, look, she's burning her house to the ground to oh, escape. You know God. what I mean? Like, oh, I see. That's yeah. right. That must've been, I it was a cry for help. She yes. did it accidentally on purpose. Interesting. Yeah. She is, she's going to lose her mind. She, she's she, going to lose her mind. Dominic, what mind? It's Listen I, to me. I really, really believe this follow-up book she's doing is going to be some sort of terrorist manifesto. It's going to be, it's, this gonna, time it's going to be written by her, and it's just going to be one sentence without punctuation. It's going to be 300 pages. That's not, she's not, the book's never coming. We've it's heard zero. We've not heard hide nor hair of it since. She doesn't need to do another there, book. There are many ghostwriters behind the scenes making up shit because that was like the biggest book of the year, and they want another one. You know how this goes. They're gonna definitely. Oh, they'll I'm release getting, it and not even tell her. <laughs> I'm just getting eyes on the. I'm just getting eyes on the home gym burning down. She's never posted these pictures where it's like literal uh, ash. It <laughs> where it's is like actual it's ash. Yeah. The, no, it's she, a it's a crime scene. She posted a crime scene that she caused. This is like arson. It's yeah. No, I haven't. <laughs> she's just posting random pictures. Like this is this is the most recent thing that she posted thirty one minutes ago. It's her hugging one of her kids in, it, it, at school, and it says, "I didn't get to see my kids as much as I wanted, so I would go to their school and have lunch with them." Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! He just wanted me to hold him, though. Our professional conversations. What does that mean? It means she's unwell. Also, all the stuff that. about I wanted to see my kids. She hasn't seen them in like four years. P.S. So thank you for posting picture of lunch from sixth grade. Who's not? Whose fault is that, Dominic? Not hers. Hers. No. Okay. Uh, we're no. not. Chris, I cannot end my okay with you today. It's really quickly. Really quickly. You remember whenever the man was dancing with her in front of the Weather Channel? Yes. That was Cade. I have been told that that was yeah. Cade, her manager, which I set me into the absolute <sighs> stratosphere, and I've you. yet to come back from it. And I am not even a Britwit, and I called no, out you, that it you was knew. Cade. No, you knew. You knew. You are a Britwit. Also, you don't want to admit it. You don't want to admit it to us, but you are. Anyway. At another date, we're going to talk about naming someone Cade.
I mean, it, it sounds yeah, like yeah. a. It sounds do like we a, need to do we? It sounds like something you'd have in a wood shop. Can you hand me that Cade? Well, I need not, to uh, do some planing. Dominic, that's not his name. That's well, what's his name? name? That's his LA name. What do we think his, his uh, Mississippi name is? It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, you've dismissed Cade. Britney's Instagram is a absolute cornucopia of different things. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was, I love just, your holiday allegories. Thank you very much. She it just is posted absolute, a ra- yeah. She just posted a random picture of herself looking into the camera and wrote October second, twenty twenty three, and that was posted one day ago. <laughs> she can't. She can't. She doesn't know the numbers as well as no. how to read. It's. It's. Just, I'm. I don't. I love it. Like I love it. P.S. Have you seen pictures of Sam Asghari recently? He's lost forty pounds since they I split just, up, and he is somehow an even piecier piece of ass than he was when he was Mr. Britney Spears. No, but it looked weird in the picture I saw. Oh, like his arms me. looked unproportional and weird. Well, maybe they were Photoshopped, but he's yeah. definitely lost weight. They always take it too far. Like it's never good enough. Even if they look good in a photo, they got to ruin it and Photoshop it. But no, it's, the there's bottom some line like, is, yeah, there's some weird like underarm. He's taking after our guest uh, this week and doing some underarms to, like uh, tune-ups. That you are, think it's surgical? I would still remove all my clothes and lay down on top of him. No, sure, sure. Politely Dominic, requested that I get off of him. Dominic, who amongst? But what I'm saying, <laughs> hey, P.S. Thought he looked great before. Of course he did. There were absolutely no complaints about him. So for him to show up hotter, it's like, but it's okay, too, I'll take it's it. It's like weird. I'm. It's weird. And also, um, what, he will never do anything ever again. So this is the most he's getting right now. You never know. You never know. Sure. He can turn out to be a Golden Globe Award winning no. supporting no. actor Dominic. in uh, a television series, miniseries, or special. Dominic. <laughs> Let's move on to this latest thing that Rebecca and Tom brought to our attention recently about a a, a resurgence in uh, the Alyssa Milano Shannon Doherty feud from more than twenty years ago from Charmed. As it turns out, on Shannon Doherty's new podcast, Holly Marie Combs recalls that Alyssa Milano tried is the one who got Shannon Doherty fired from the show because she said it was either her or me, and they chose to get rid of Shannon Doherty because Alyssa was going to sue the producers of Charm for a hostile work environment. Alyssa Milano, how dare you? Sue for a hostile work environment? She was going to file hostile work environment claims against the production company. Well, I'll uh, say because, this, Shannon Doherty. Because Doherty's... she wasn't getting along with Shannon Doherty. Why? Yeah, why, why would it be hostile, Shannon Doherty? No, Alyssa was the one who said it was hostile. I'm saying, Shannon Doherty, what did you do to make it a hostile work environment if she's ready to file claims that then got you fired? You are revealing yourself to be Team Alyssa Milano here. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's what I hear from the story. Interesting. I'm Team No One. Well, all I know is I'm Team P3. Okay. That's what I am. I, Holly Marie Combs, who obviously is someone who should be listened to, her vote clearly goes to Shannon Doherty. So everyone's anti Alyssa right now. And Alyssa, today is her 51st birthday, and she posted some bullshit online in response and was just like, Here are the lessons I've learned. Now that I'm at level oh. 51. She oh, and she then Shannon Doherty was like, like, here's a lesson I learned of you being a fucking cunt. <laughs> like, right? Like, 
So I've never watched an episode of Charmed, I oh, might it's, add. It's terrible, but like back in the day, it was like popping. I always just thought it was like a non-equity version of Buffy. Like, am I wrong about that? No, L- you're not. But like, I mean, Tom is like absolutely putting a gun like in his pocket to come kill. <laughs> are are people picking? Are people hitting their phones with sledgehammers yeah. oh, and no, saying, "Curse you, Dominic Pupa"? No, Tom is like driving to our, both of our houses right now to kill us for us saying that. But well, like, I'm not home, Tom. So good luck. <laughs> it's like you're not wrong, but it was a. It's a thing. Remember, like. Dr. Quinn, like medicine woman, and like oh, and vividly, like, and yeah. like what was the one with Chuck Norris? Like, what was his thing? Oh, Walker, Texas, Walker, Ranger. Texas, it's like Ranger. one of those. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like where yeah. it's like, oh, they have it's like episodic where they like go in and there's a problem and then they fix it at the end and like blah blah. It's like one of those. Obviously, Alyssa Milano is not going to say anything too harsh because Shannon Doherty's been very ill yeah, for years, it's like so almost she's died probably... like 17 right. times. Yeah, I. I mean, you just have to say nothing. You just have to say nothing. Like, what do you say? Nothing. You just move it right along, right? Speaking of someone who should say nothing, I... (laughs) Here we go. No, I can't watch the George Santos interview. um, With Z-Way? I I can't. I've seen a couple of clips of it, and I get so angry that I know we have talked about let's fix him again and blah, blah, blah. I absolutely, I refuse. I think he is a horrific troll of a human being he is templeton the rat from charlotte's web (laughs) it is a humiliation in the history of our nation that this piece of shit was a member of congress and i'll base this solely on the fact that he is a gay man he is a gay republican which I do, it's still it, it's still word for word in the Republican platform that marriage should only be between a man and a woman. How you reconcile that is between you and Cher. Well, so I, I don't even know. But he sits up there and Z-Way's like, what did you think of Harvey Milk? And he just didn't know who Harvey Milk was, which is Dominic simply he's... astonishing to me that he couldn't even cobble together an answer or an excuse or something. He should be... He Dominic, should be put down, really. He should just be put down. Dominic, he's a grifter. He doesn't know who anyone is. He knows I who hate he is. this person. Max Shorter. I'm more upset that Showtime canceled Z-Way's show. That like, is I'm upset so that bizarre, she had to, isn't it? I'm upset that she had to put this on YouTube. That's who I'm upset with in this, in this position. But why would and they, they do should that? be kicking themselves. Yeah, they Kicking themselves. Should. They should be, like, I'll say it again. What you should, should they be, be doing? Kicking yourselves. Yes. Yellow jackets is not doing it. Okay. <laughs> you need a little bit more. And it was Z Way. They just have there. such few titles with any juice, and everyone knows who she is. It's like yeah. she's having an actual moment because of the airtime they gave her, and then they cut her loose. Very bizarre decision. Yeah. Very yeah. bizarre. Anyway. I want to talk about Cardi B and Offset and their New Year's Eve plans. This is to me. I, I don't know if it's real or not. I think it is absolutely hysterical and brilliant, and I almost hope it's not real because it's absolute genius. On New Year's Eve, Cardi B and her ex, I mean, they're still, I believe, technically married, but they are split up. Yeah, they're her just ex offset, recently, right? Right. They are, they are both performing at the Fountain Blue Hotel in Miami in different venues at Love the it. same hotel Love it. at the same time on new year's eve and they're making like a big deal out of it like it's a prize fight who's gonna get the bigger 
audience. And they were, I guess they were scheduled to do this before they broke up, but now that they've quote unquote broken up, which seems like a publicity stunt for New Year's Eve, but I think it's absolutely fantastic. Dominic, if we were that famous and we then stopped doing this podcast together and then did warring podcasts where people had to choose which one of us they would go to, like, that's hilarious. That would be absolutely That's amazing. Let's do that. Let's (laughs) actually do that. that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's amazing. A mid-year faux split. Tug of war, if you will. Where we have dueling podcasts. Yeah. Right. You have to pick one. It's beautiful. I love everything about that. It's so messy in the best way. It's a great idea. Did you, I cannot remember. Did you, Madonna is here now and she's, well, she's in New York and she's in the United States. Did you see her concert or are you going in January? No. Or neither? I think, I don't, I think I'm going to skip out. I think. Yeah, I, I, I set this one out as well. I had tickets, but then couldn't go because of my show. uh, I've only heard. I've only heard from every single person that saw it that it wasn't good. So I'm not. Yeah, I have. It's been sort of lackluster, the reviews. And my friends were there on the first night when I guess she came out. She, she set the record on her tour for starting at 1044 p.m. Ma'am, come no. on. No, that's and that's like unacceptable. I'm sorry to say. And look, no one's denying that Madonna is like one of the artists of the millennium. No one's denying that. People get very upset when you critique that she's late because it's like she's burlesque, she's drag, she's a nightclub experience. Like we everyone understands all that. But people also have to work and take the well, subway home. No, so you can't go on that late, man. And like tell me that you're going on that late. Like yeah, say the concert starts at ten forty five and then I'll show up at ten thirty. You know course. what I mean? Not show up at seven to then wait for three and a half hours. Of course. I do like how she looks now, because she looks to me sort of like a sexy, mature Italian woman like she's just looking like lusty and busty and I I like the way she looks I think she looks her age which I do not think is bad I've never thought it's bad I think it's amazing I also think that she did not almost die this year and she just got a goddamn facelift like, no I was gonna say so you think her that, facelift so you think that her hospital stint aka her in sheltering in place to heal her facelift it i mean who am i i have not signed a hipaa release i don't know any of the the, but i would think that maybe she just had a stomach bug and she was like while you're in there please remove half of my face face thank you so much yeah i just think so i don't think she should be embarrassed about it also that's what p.s that's what you're going to do the next time you get hospitalized you're going to be like i'm not really i'm not really in san francisco i'm in turkey yeah you're like i'm getting my neck chopped off (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up because the listeners should know that because we have talked about my impending neck lift on this podcast so much that mine and Chris's entire Instagram algorithms are just about, they're about neck lifts and dozens of you. And I mean, dozens of you have messaged us. Uh, neck lift uh, alternatives, remedies, or doctors that will do it to the point now where listeners are saying that their feeds are now full of neck Yeah, like lift we've now, shit. yes, you've now caused other people to have this. <laughs> it's like this thing where you rub on your neck. Like, again, why the fuck they're not sending us one for free? I don't know. But like yeah, this honestly, thing that you like rub on your neck to like laser it away. <laughs> it's so funny though to hear it and then go do my holiday show and people are coming 
to my show who only know me from the podcast and they're they're greeting me afterwards and just saying, you don't need a neck lift. I'm like, wow, people listen <laughs> to this podcast. It's bizarre. You told people to keep hold you accountable. So now they are. I'm so sorry. I did. So I'm not really have to, I'm gonna really like, have to get one now. Or yeah. I'll have to I'll just have to do a handstand when I see all these people so they don't see. Speaking as we did earlier of humiliating homosexuals in the halls of Congress, <laughs> this Senate sex scandal, I I can't. I absolutely I, wait. You cannot. know that you know that Tom's husband Trevor like was like so like the Senate bottom, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then he sent me the link, but we were sitting down to your holiday show, so I was like, I can't receive this right now. No pun intended. No pun intended. And, but, wait, so, so you like, were watching I'm, that tape as I no. was trying to entertain people? I was like, I must like set this aside to like fully digest it once I'm not about to watch you be on stage. So like, did the you next then morning, watch it? The next morning, I then got eyes on it and was texting Trevor. I was like, okay, I'm finally getting eyes on this. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? It is so wild. I mean, it's just, it's butt sex in the halls of Congress. It's in like crazy. a congressional chamber. It's, it's why, why, why? Because that's what, that is a generation of people. This is going to seem like nothing in two years. It's going to see, it's going to be something that happens every day. They're like, this is my OnlyFans. What do you mean? Like, it's, right. no one. Have you seen that these people are like digging up his old like Instagram stories? Oh, where he's, and like, they're terrible. They're, he's, he's a horrid. He's, he's a horrific person. Like, he's and a this horrific. is what I'm going to, no. And this is what I'm going to say to you. The United States government is absolute fucking garbage because yeah. they one George Santos was allowed to literally be a part clearly excuse me be a part of the government and like this was all out in the world on the internet whatever and you're just like not even like no one saw this no one thought oh this is inappropriate like all these weird things where he's talking about sucking congressmen's fingers and shit have you and seen then this? still getting hired after yes. that. Like no one did yes. a background check on this kid's Twitter before he got hired to the United States government. Yeah. It's insane. You can do any. I could like, I could put my butthole on my Instagram story and they'd be like, sure. Hello. I don't know. I'm, I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to that, but part of me wants you to do it just to see what butthole. Eh? Put your butthole on. Put your butthole my, on my butthole. Eh? Remember you were gonna yes. That. Put your butthole eh? on the FFP Insta page and see what happens. I, no one. Wants see if to we see get canceled. That. No one wants to see that. Anyway. Um. I read an article today, by the way, in the New York Post, which I found very interesting because it was the it's the first time I've seen publicly someone acknowledge that if you go to the Rockefeller Center tree at five in the morning, it is lit every day at five. I thought until recently this was a secret. And I can't remember if I told this story on this podcast before. I know I've I told it on online so. and in other media, but many years ago, like in the late nineties, um, I was a bartender and we would go to an after hours that was literally when you, when you left the after hours and opened the door to the building that it was in, you were facing the tree, the Rockefeller center tree. It was so bizarre. So it was on whatever the street is. It's on the Southern border of Rockefeller center. You were, it was in like a, a brownstone or a building there where you would just open right out. And, my boyfriend and I at the time were twirling on whatever the hell we were doing then. We were like God, 25 years old. It was insane. And it was, it was five in the morning. We were covered in sweat for an after hours. And I just, we had come out of this hot party and I had to just take a break. And so the tree was off. The, it was because this was close to five in the morning. 
and we went up to it and I just leaned against a rail, like right underneath the tree so I could catch my breath. And then without warning, the tree just lit up and we were the only people, we were the only people there in Rockefeller Plaza. And it startled me so much that I fainted. I passed oh, out I, at the you base. Have to, you have told me the this story before. It was, it was, it, I can't, I think maybe that was the last time in my life that I fully fainted. Uh, but I, I did pass out and then reacted to it by telling everyone the good news, which was you can go to the tree lighting any morning you want at 5 a.m. <laughs> now it's a thing. Like it's not just a secret anymore. Just something the, that random gay guys are saying online. It's like, and the old... tree lighting, it's definitely the tree lighting up that made you faint. Not all of the God knows what kind of drugs you were on at the time. that you. <laughs> How dare you? No, it was definitely a combination of both. Okay, I mean, had I not been, you know, playing drugstore cowboy in my twenties, <laughs> I'm sure that I <laughs> wouldn't have fainted, but I would have been startled for sure. <laughs> I would have been startled. What are you? So this is actually the last podcast that's going to air before the day of Cher's birth, December twenty uh, fifth, our Lord. So what are you? Uh, what are you doing for Christmas? Where do you go? Where will um, you go? I'm going to go to my mom's. And speaking of my mom, <sighs> I got to meet Chris's mom, listeners. It I was, mean, it was she, a joy. First of all, she's younger than me, uh, <laughs> or at least <laughs> appears that way, which is. Very, very glamorous and also insanely unsettling. She um, also came in Dominic Pupa cosplay. Like she basically wore the exact same outfit that you wore on stage. She did to your show. And I did not know this. And disappointing. I know she did, but I wish I'd known because I always change out of that outfit afterwards. And we could have taken a great picture. Also, it was just a disaster. I changed. My mother, my poor mother, you know, uh, was ill and could not go. And we were going to do a Moms of FFP photo shoot. It was just a disaster. Thank God the show is so monumental, though, because at well, least just, that made up for it. We just, it was. It was, you were at your, you were on your A game. People were dying laughing. It was a fun night. I'm, I'm being like jokingly arrogant about it, but it was a very fun night. And so many people, honestly, in all the cities I've been doing this holiday show, there are people showing up who only know who I am from this podcast and the loveliest, coolest, pop culture loving, fun fucking people. Like everyone I've met makes me feel good about doing this podcast because they are all the exact kind of people that we want to be listening to this podcast. They are people that we would hang out with and now do. Basically do, with. right? Yeah, yeah. It's just um, one big party. But it was great. It was the best time. And truly, when I say that I ran up to your father and was like, before Dominic sees us speaking, like, how do I get you on the podcast behind his back? And he, I won't allow it. Like, I will not allow it. He was like, reach out to me directly. Like, we'll have to go through, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we were like, we had like a full, okay. like, like it was like the hunger games. Like we were like trafficking like goods through like God knows what, like we were having a full web of like lies spread to like, I will get tell you that he, he, him thinking that I don't want him on this podcast is, <laughs> is like, he, he's more severe about it than me, but he talks about it so often that I'm now nervous about doing it because I feel like he has a plan to take it over, to take it over. Yeah. 
Yeah. I said, we'll edit out anything. You're like, you don't even want to see what he'll say. And I go, we'll edit it out. Like, <laughs> I'm de- I'm rabid to have your father on this podcast. Anyway. He'll, he'll definitely come on in 2024. Yes. I will see them next weekend. I will obviously be going there for the holidays. And then the day after, I will be going to London because I have very financially soundly decided to book an entire vacation to Europe in the busiest travel week of the year so I can see Nicole Scherzinger in Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> you're an London. absolute idiot. <laughs> it is, ladies and gentlemen, what you're hearing here is peak homosexual uh, behavior. I am getting on a plane to see a pussycat doll in an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. That is basically it. That is the reason I'm leaving the United States. We also Christmas. need, well, we're going to need a full rundown. I can't wait. I've only heard wonderful things about it. Like about the full, musical. A full rundown. I'm going to see the ABBA hologram show Voyage as well. That's the other reason I'm uh, I'm going. And I know that's been out for a while, but I didn't want to just solely travel for that. Nicole Scherzinger, I will get on a plane for that. All right. A few housekeeping things. Go for it. First and foremost, guys, if you want the Long Island Ice Tree Candles, you got to get it right now. Like today. This, like today. Like you should stop, pause the podcast, go to Wax Cabin Candle Company and buy them because there's nothing else. Like we, this is it. Okay. They're like almost gone. So if you want one, you got to hurry. Speaking of Wax Cabin Candle Company, the fact that Jen Gunn, uh, owner of Wax Cabin, came to your show and I was like, who is this random mo- supermodel? She's a model. That I, She's a, a model. model. A model. She's I was like, who's this beautiful tall. woman that I recognize, but I don't know. I've never met before. And then she goes, hi, it's Jen. And I was like, oh my God, you're so We've pretty. only seen her online, right? She yes. is about six. Well, I mean- She's probably not six feet tall, but to someone my height, she but to you, she's six, six feet tall. tall. And she was <laughs> she's taller than me. Unspeakably gorgeous. Speaking of Long Island ice tree, while in San Francisco, I had dinner with my friend uh, Courtney Wilson, and she reminded me after the show, which is something I forgot, that in August she had suggested to me because I I used to name my Christmas trees every year and do like a theme. And she, after listening to the podcast had recommended that this year I named the tree, the long Island iced tree. And I don't know if I was stoned when I read it or forgot it, or it's possible that I stole it and don't remember if that's a thing. And so she brought it up and I wanted to, possibly give her credit but i don't know if i if i forgot it happened did i come up with it on my own i don't know but (laughs) we did confirm the text it was in writing and i felt absolutely horrible so i bought her uh, vodka tonic and cheese curds for dinner last night as uh as um payment for allowing me to possibly have stolen that name well i mean you are also lighting up blunts on this podcast now so like god only knows you know what i mean like 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 i'm sure that you were too high to to the like and forgot all about it so god like i i have to i must side with her on this i I, I get stoned on i get stoned on purpose so i forget everything we've done and i can listen to the podcast fresh every wednesday and say oh they're funny who are they (laughs) who are those two women that are (laughs) who are those raspy italian women um, Joe um, Pesci's grandmothers sound wonderful on the <laughs> podcast. 
Um, okay, our final thing. Guys, next week is the Fixie Awards. The like, Fixie Awards. And tomorrow, you guys... Thursday. Thursday the 21st. In the Wait. Patreon, yeah, you're going to be voting for some awards, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. like, get ready. Thursday, the ballots are going up, and it's time to vote. Anyone that is a paid member of the Patreon can vote in these. And so if you're not in the at least the $5 tier and you want to be a part of this, sign on up, okay? And it's very important that I want to note that the reason that these categories are going to be available on Thursday and not today, the day that the podcast drops, is because we have not decided what they are. <laughs> well, I've decided what they are. You I mean, just haven't looked at them yet. Is that true? <laughs> did you send me a Is that I did sent, you send me that Google Doc? I sent you a, a, a show. Oh, God, I'm such a Christmas there. monster. I can't do anything except except take to a stage in December. Yeah. Of <laughs> You're lucky no. you have me for this hour. However, um, there are going to be some categories that we do not that we decide ourselves amongst the Academy ourselves. Right. That the, we'll be doing. The greater Paul says the yes. decision is mine to make in some Correct. of these categories. However, the greater Academy, AKA all of the patrons, you guys, the, the fixies themselves will decide some of the awards. So just letting you guys know tomorrow, get ready. And we'll um, also have special guest, Rebecca Bregman for the fixies back. Cause she sure is will. our award show correspondent and the fixies are a goddamn award show. Our year end Best and worst of the fixables. We could talk all day. I mean, we got to get to a get. We have to go. We have we our have final fix of the year coming up right now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, Dominic, we have a big... I know I always say we have a big one. We have a big one today. Hello. Susie Benacarum is an Emmy-winning journalist and filmmaker who has run newsrooms at Vice, Gizmodo, and The uh, Daily She's News. showing the Emmy right now. Did you see Boom. that? She showed us yes. the Emmy. I mean, I felt like you should see it, right? We should, <laughs> yes. Just to prove it. You are a journalist. It's just very casually in the background of my Zoom. Of course so. it is. Susie, you have started a new podcast called In Retrospect. And you know what? I always know when a new podcast is good because I always go, why the fuck did I not think of this idea? And it's exactly <laughs> up our alley to like rehash iconic TV and pop culture moments from the 80s and 90s. And it's something we kind of do on this show a little bit, but 
not with as um, celebrated a crowd as you have on your guys' show. Could you tell <laughs> us a little bit about the podcast? <laughs> yes. So I host the podcast with Jessica Bennett, who is an editor and columnist at the Times. And she's been covering the gender beat for a long time. She's kind of most uh, well-known for having been the first person who profiled Monica Lewinsky when we started to re-examine mm. that. I mean, it's not what she's most well-known for, but it's one of the Heard of her. Well Have yeah. heard of her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and she's great. We've been friends for a long time. We started as babies together in media, and we've just always, you know, talked about these stories, and we're always, like, calling each other in the middle of the night being like, oh, I fell down this rabbit hole about so-and-so. And so we pitched this podcast, and, you know, we got lucky, iHeart, um, is producing it, and we've done lots of really interesting topics so far. Um, we did Oprah's famous Wagon of Fat episode, which you might remember when she mm, like, lost vividly pulled out this like red child's wagon full of fat. We did Mary Kay Letourneau recently, actually, which is oh. a lot of people are talking about because of the new made December movie, which is based on the Mary Kay Letourneau story, which is right. about a 30-something-year-old teacher who had an affair with her 12 year old student um, but was portrayed weirdly in the media as kind of a love story so we're sort of looking at how the media covered a lot of these stories in addition to kind of revisiting them we're also kind of asking questions about why they were covered the way they were and would it be that different now it's kind of hard to say in some cases Um, Mm, that's so interesting right? It is actually kind of, yeah. you want to think that it would be so different. And in some cases, I think it would like in that case, like a 12 year old, you think it would probably be different, but now wait, were you also a reality producer at one point? I was, I was, I was a, an associate producer on the first season of wife swap, Wow, which I've talked about a little bit on the show. We did a show about regrets and I talked about the children. Like I don't really regret any of the producing you do behind the scenes with the adults, but you know, the children don't get a vote. <laughs> and as right. I'm sure you guys have thought about too in your careers. And at Wife Swap, it was the associate producer's job to get the children to tell you terrible things about their parents. So I do think about that some. Um, so I do, we have an episode where I talk about that regret. But yeah, it was a fascinating experience. I produced three episodes. Uh, I mean, almost everyone in everyone reality did. in New York who's my age yes. had, had to at least slog through a few episodes yes. of that. And I remember after the first one, which it was hard. That was a very hard, hard show to work on. To produce, yeah. And uh, I remember the EP saying most, the average life for a producer or director on the show is uh, three episodes. I was like, nah, I could do a million of these. And I did three. I couldn't, yeah. after the third one, I, I truly said never again. Worked with some great people, but the requirements for the show, what was needed to make an episode was, it was just a lot. It was a very, one of the more stressful producing jobs that I've that I've had well you know we're gonna gossip about someone who is obsessed with reality television on this episode and that mm-hmm. is Miss Mrs. John Legend herself Ms. Yes. Chrissy, <laughs> Chrissy Teigen <laughs> now Susie at the top of our should we call these uh well no they're fixes I wanted to call them fixations because they sort of are fixations. They are fixations they're momentary fixations at the top of each fixation we have our guest and Chris guess what our uh the person we're fixing what their middle name was for no reason at all Christine is her first name the last name is Tegan what is your guess for her middle name so the problem here is that I'm a journalist, so I you cheated and I looked. Um, and we appreciate has... you admitting it. It's not <laughs> the first has... time. 
That means Chris is on his own. He still has okay. to yeah. She's, she's tweeted think... about it, if that makes you feel any better. Ah, okay. And it's related to food, not a food item I'd heard of. But these are the two hints I have for you as someone who knows. <laughs> a food item you... Hmm. Her middle name is Chicken. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Chicken finger. Yeah. Christine... Chrissy Chicken Tegan. Yeah. Christine Sharp Cheddar Tegan. <laughs> um, no. Her name is Chris... Her middle name is Funnel Cake. <laughs> that would be great but probably. a food the item that you haven't heard of would be something very obscure but the name is like a regular person's name yeah i don't know what Susie's talking about here as a person <laughs> who knows the middle name as well i'm like i don't know where we're going with this i'll tell you what the tweet was all right well wait 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 dean ramp tegan oh, oh that's a good guess. so seasonal so that's seasonal what is it um twizzler Christine Twistler. <laughs> Shut your Twizzler mouth. <laughs> it is Diane, spelled Diane. Oh, like steak Diane. Steak Diane. I didn't Why know what didn't a steak I Diane think about was. That? What is a steak Diane? I don't know. Siri, what's a steak Diane? Hmm? Your best work, steak bitch. Di- it was nothing. She said filet? literally nothing. What is steak Diane? <laughs> I can't believe you knew what that was. I was like, I don't even know what that is, but she. It tweeted. has. I hate to say this. I'm not a fan of Chrissy Teigen, but I love the name Diane. I've always loved the name Diane. I I love Diane Carroll. I have a late Aunt Diane who was glamorous and wonderful. Um, Yes. Okay. Steak Diane is basically steak, but you use the juices from the, the runoff juices to make the sauce. And it's often with like mushrooms on top of it. That's what it is. So they called her Diane because they didn't like the sound of Oju as a middle name. <laughs> Christine Oju Tegan. That was the option. Chris, are you drinking Pepsi? No, it's it's in a Pepsi glass, but it's Coke Zero. Okay, <laughs> thank you. That's, I like that's how that's how how dare you think that's con- how dare Pepsi. I the glass says Pepsi on it. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> look, and that has look, it's Christmas jingle jingle bells. Where did you get that glass? A vintage store. Oh. I was going to suggest that it was from a swag bag, so vintage store is no, much cooler. No, 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 no. If only. Pepsi's not <laughs> sending us jack shit, and they're definitely not now that Dominic screamed at me for drinking it. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Chrissy so, Diane Teigen. Where to begin, Christopher? I mean, where to begin? So, Chrissy Teigen. I mean, where did everyone come to Chrissy Teigen? Well, Chrissy Teigen was a briefcase model on the game show Deal or No Deal during the pilot and first season. Yes. With Meghan Markle. Yes. I did not know that, actually. I only knew it when I, I I only knew it when I started my research 45 seconds ago, and I saw it on her Wikipedia page. So, despite that, I think that, like, like many wives of very famous celebrities, she kind of like she was beautiful. You know, her and John Legend are on the red carpet together. Like she's definitely like a wife that we're into as a society is like how I started to come to her. And then she really became, in my opinion, like the queen of Twitter. Like 100%. Like she had a monopoly on Twitter about like whatever she wanted to talk about and so, and it grew like I'm skipping so much but like she really did grow a huge following on just like tweeting about god knows what. Absolutely. I mean, I'd go so far as to say there are millions of people who know her from that first. They don't know anything about Sports Illustrated or anything. So I I feel like that's actually I had to look up 
how she was famous. Like other than being John mm-hmm. Legend's wife, when we were talking about doing this, I was like, I don't actually know what Chrissy Teigen was famous for on her own. I didn't either until today. And I feel like everything I've learned about her, I've kind of learned against my will. Like it's been kind of forced <laughs> on me. You know what I mean? By her, likely. By her. Yeah. And like People Magazine. Like I just feel like we're constantly bombarded with information mm-hmm. about Chrissy Teigen. But I think what made her really famous on Twitter was that she got into it with Trump. And she that was yes. like a really big yeah. deal. And then it got covered in on like CNN. So she started to get like a lot more attention during that period. Right, right. But it turns out, based on what I read on Wikipedia, that she was actually famous in her own right before she married John Legend. I just had no idea. Well, she was a model. I mean, I think that was her I mean, fa- sort of like quote, the beginning famous, of Famous, like quote unquote. Absolutely. Like, well, she was definitely. A- I mean, she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. She was yeah. like, I don't know that I'd not heard her name before she was attached to John Legend, but I think, you know, she went stratosphere when they got married obviously and then it just became like she was she was not unsuccessful when she met him she had a she wasn't plucked from obscurity but she She wasn't a household name like not even close no no, you know what i mean it's i don't even know that john legend was a household name the way he is now like she was in one of his early videos right Mm. his most famous song is about her so i kind of feel like he they kind of became really famous together all of you i think oh that's about her yeah that's about her what, and that's what, like who else would it be about? Only song of his like his girlfriend, name. his first wife, the secret family that lives <laughs> in Amsterdam. Could be about anybody. But sh- I think what she did well is that she went from being again a model who then di- like you know married someone with an egot to like you know what I mean someone who has doesn't need to prove how talented they are. And she kind of was like a model that didn't really have any real like instead of being Jessica Seinfeld who thinks that she's going to write a um, cookbook. Like, for no reason at all. Like, she was like, I'm going to be really funny on the internet, which usually is not, doesn't work and is terrible. She actually was, like, the only person, in my opinion, that's, like, the wife of a celebrity that actually made that work. And she did it for a while. But you do know she's written, like, a bunch of cookbooks, right? Sure. No, that's fine. (laughs) But that's... I just love that. that. You're like, instead of just writing cookbooks... No, but she did did that after she became Chrissy Teigen, the queen of Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Like, she did that... in her own right as a celebrity, not as John Legend's wife. Yes, I think that's right. I think she has her saying? own like, persona make, I, outside of John Legend, which I yeah. do think it's like offensive when we refer to women just as the wife of someone. So I do appreciate that I think she has a whole kind of persona outside of him. A hundred percent. Well, I, I will, think that, uh, and I think her, more, I think she's more famous than he is personally. I really do. I think that that's an insane statement. I mean, uh, I'll just no, say her to go on record but, saying it. But you guys need to remember that, no. like, for a while, when she would say something on Twitter, it would be in, it would be national news. Like, it would be. I mean, she when she tweeted like, "I like this show," people were like falling all over themselves to get to the couch to start streaming. Right. Well, she got a very big following pretty quickly on Twitter. You know, we're not. She is the wife of John Legend, and I think we can all agree that part of why many people know her is because of that. But I think wanting to make sure that she wasn't just the wife of John Legend is part and parcel of why she developed this part Jada Pinkett Smith, part Susan Sarandon personality (laughs) on Twitter, where it's like, here's what I have for breakfast. Here's me taking a dump. And also, here's what I think about politics. And I'm going to say shit because I can until I get in trouble. 
uh, you know, until the, the floor fell out from underneath her because well, it wasn't because of those statements. I mean, we'll get to that in a minute, but yeah. you know, it was that she did all that. And she did it on her own, baby. I don't know. She was another one. I have to say, we've been having a lot of these recently. She was another one who I looked at and I'm like, do you des- do you deserve our expertise slash should you be reintroduced uh, to society? I don't know because some of the stuff she's said is a little borderline for me. But we're gonna we're gonna get to it. Let's let's continue on the road we're on though. So I feel like it's important for me to tell you guys one of my first memories of becoming aware of Chrissy Teigen because it's relatively unusual. Um, did you know that Chrissy Teigen? as far as I know, is the only celebrity who's admitted to having liposuction in her armpits? I did not know that. No. What? Yeah. So she I might actually like her now. said this thing. I mean, I can't remember what year it was, but I think it was in 2017. She admitted that when she was younger, she was self-conscious about her armpit fat and that she huh. had had it lipoed out and it had really helped her but it was a long time and now the armpit fat had come back Uh Um, (laughs) and I just remember actually like I just it really struck me first because I didn't know that was a thing but second of all I was like wow celebrities do all sorts of things we do not know about like I remember it being very um like impactful for me because it was one of the first times I realized that there are all sorts of crazy beauty things that I just don't even know to be self-conscious about. Like, I'm like, Oh, yeah. do I need armpit No, Well, and that's the genius of Chrissy Teigen where she's like, I'm going to say this very strange thing that makes no sense. That's going to not only knock you on your ass because you're like, Oh, a celebrity is admitting to getting plastic surgery, but also I'm going to do it in this weird way where every single person that is listening to this is going to go, do I have armpit fat? And like try to find where like it's being sucked out of her armpit. Right. Cause like, where was it? The back of her armpit? Is it like the, uh, the like little part that's like before the boob that like, if you wear like a strapless dress, it like kind of hangs over. You know what I'm saying? It must be that, right? Like, that, it has that to be little... that. It can't like, be her actual armpit. But, but again, how are we to know? We don't know. She just said armpit fat. So it's like, it's, there's something so amazing about that. Cause not only is that every single headline, like armpit fat is in every headline, which I, we eat up, <laughs> like eat right up. I mean, it, it stayed Sunday with dinner. me. It's the said, first thing I thought of when I think yes. of Chrissy Teigen. I'm always like, but, oh. But then it's some weird thing. And then weirdly, it's like she's brave because she's coming forward that she had armpit liposuction. Well, she's also been a parent. She's very been very honest about having multiple plastic surgery. She has the quote is I had my armpit sucked out. So maybe they were maybe there was just fat there where the hair grows. I have no idea. (laughs) Seems so uncomfortable. She has said before everything about me is fake except my cheeks. And while saying that pointed to her forehead and her nose and her lips she had her armpit sucked her armpit sucked out by the way i am for the first time my my source here is time.com <laughs> for the first time ever on this podcast right i have my armpit sucked out she said noting that it wasn't a necessary treatment but it helped her feel more confident in sleeveless tops it added two inches of length to my arms it, wait it added length to her ar- that i feel well, because like there's she so much can, oh, like a strap, like right because right oh length yep. up i didn't even Oh wow, that yeah. is a really. She weird said way it's to coming back, it. so she might need to pay for it again. But she uh, might have to get it sucked right back out. 
Do, yeah. do we need to just discuss what is going on in the world that Time Magazine covered that? Like an actual story? Not enough, apparently. There's <laughs> not enough not, not enough real things happening. Good Lord. Like, why was that in Time Magazine? Shocking. But regardless, it, she is... Um, she is or and or was a master of that isn't a, that's not a news story, but it was a news story story. Right. Because I remember even like back in the day, like working on Bravo shows and her being like, I love the housewives. And I remember working on housewives and all the housewives being like, Chrissy Teigen is DMing me. This is amazing. Like, oh, my God, I'm so right. excited. And this is before she had kind of met a lot of them. And like it became this whole thing where she was like. I want to meet the housewives and John thinks I'm crazy, but I want to meet all the real housewives. I'm obsessed with them. We watch them all the time. And so I remember the housewives that I was working with were one by one being invited to go meet up with Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Oh, really? And, oh, like, God. yes. And so That's an amazing piece of information. To and have. so it was like, I re- at the time it was this thing where she was like, I might be like married to an A-list celebrity and I'm becoming a humongous A-list celebrity, but I love Bravo. And I, I want to meet reality stars and I'm just like you and I, you know what I mean? She had a magic, no matter whether, whether it be like, I love Bravo so much. At some point I feel I could be making this up. Maybe I just thought this myself, but at some point I think that Andy Cohen said he thought she would make an amazing housewife. He oh, has she would. If he she has wanted to make an amazing If housewife. she wanted to be on Beverly Hills tomorrow, he would they would do it. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Like right. Why I feel it? like it's the only reason she won't do it is cuz John Legend will be like, "No." Like I'm not <laughs> filming one time. I believe yeah. if some of these scandals hadn't happened, she would have done it. I believe really? if she wasn't viewed so negatively, I think it would have just been an eventuality. I mean, John Legend's got an egot. He can do whatever he wants. It doesn't his career I mean, David, is not going to be destroyed. David Foster. David That's Foster true. was on Kelsey Grammer did it. You Kelsey know, Grammer I mean, was on the Housewives of Beverly Hills. But I mean, is Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer an A-list Swift. celebrity? He's like in Hallmark movies now. You know what I mean? How dare how you? Dare you. Was, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Well, first of how all, I love Hallmark movies. Let me just start no, by saying. I know. No, oh, we, <laughs> you can make that. You can make fun of for sure. Well, yeah, Kelsey Grammer dating will... Taylor Swift. Kelsey um, Grammer's dating Taylor Swift. I mean, yes. I feel like Kelsey Grammer's a bad guy, right? We don't like Kelsey Grammer. You regardless, like Regardless, he Grammer? was very famous and went on Real Houses of Beverly Hills. It has it's nothing true. to do with it. At the time, actually, it, I think he was yeah. even more famous than he is now. Yeah, he was still um, in the post-Fraser glow. She has this magic where she can, whatever she touched at the time, just kind of turned into gold. And every news outlet ran with it, right? Right. Like if you're Dominic Source's Time magazine talking about her her lipo of her armpit. She's in the news this week because she did ketamine therapy for her birthday. And she she saw her miscarried child. Yes. Which is like a very trippy thing to feel like you saw during your ketamine therapy. I mean, I will say that an interesting thing about this question of fixing her is I just went to People Magazine out of curiosity and put in her name, and they average an article a week about Chrissy Teigen even now. I believe that. Like, she's not as in the zeitgeist, but I don't think she's really gone away, for better or for worse. No, She I, did for she, a minute. She, she, she's minute, back now. No, yeah. she's starting to slip back in. She's, like, tiptoeing yeah. back in a little bit, she's and they're letting her. Well, I think the miscarriage was like a big news story when she admitted that she'd had the miscarriage, that she'd lost the baby. She got a lot of sympathy. And I feel like that's when it turned around again for her. Is that a terrible way of framing it? No. I mean, it might be true. I don't know. I don't know. Because there's a lot of empathy around that, right? And I think she was, again, 
what she does brilliantly is she talks about a thing women don't always feel comfortable talking about. And so she came right. forward and admitted this thing and how hard it was on her. And I think a lot of women did relate to that. I mean, it's a struggle, you know, many, many women go through. I'm really bringing the vibe down. I no, know. but it's, no. <laughs> With the but, but again, it's part of her magic of being like, I'm going to talk about a miscarriage, but then also I'm going to talk about Sonia Morgan. You know what I mean? Like right. that's like what I'm doing. You know, I'm, she mixed a lot of, and she never really like, like, I remember thinking, wow, she really is doing such a good job, like not having to ever be tied down by being one thing. She's simply a celebrity. Like she really is like an it girl in kind of a way. Cause she's and not a model. Like she does not model anymore. Like where is she modeling anything? She was on the 50th cover of Sports Illustrated. Right. Not solo, but she was on the cover. Yeah, but sure. they brought but her you're back. You're not like she you're not seeing her. Like she's not Gigi Hadid. No. But no. Gigi Hadid is like, also no. a lot younger than I mean, sure. Tegan. I'm just saying, like, she's not like doing like billboard ads for clothing. Like right. she, yeah, doesn't she doesn't really need really she do doesn't, a lot of modeling. She, she doesn't true. really need to do that. She's not really a model anymore. And she's not a singer or an actor or anything. She really is just a celebrity. Yeah, she's a personality. A personality, sure. Right. She like hosts but shows and she does. She hosted Lip Sync and... Battle with LL yeah. Cool J. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and she makes cringy, memeable faces at award shows. Yeah, yeah. very memeable. You know, she faces. does. Yeah, but like she's mo more famous than doing the cringy meme face than she is doing a television show. Correct. You know I mean? Well, that's like, why, you know, she is, in fact, known as being John Legend's wife. And now for these <laughs> these other things we'll talk about where she just sort of like was going off the rails I, I, regularly in her DMs to people, some of them children, uh, and saying really fucked up shit. So Courtney Stodden was a girl who was uh, married to a, a man. I haven't <laughs> a name that I haven't heard in a long time. Right. Well, Courtney Stodden was a girl who was married to a man named Doug Hutchison. And in May of 2021, Courtney said that during her marriage, Chrissy Teigen not only tweeted about her, which we all saw, but privately messaged Courtney Stodden to kill herself. And she was a minor at the time when Chrissy Teigen sent these messages. So Chrissy Teigen apologized to Courtney Stodden. She said she was mortified and she described herself as an insecure attention seeking troll. Courtney, uh, Chrissy Teigen described herself that way. Courtney Stodden accepted her apology, but did say it was probably an attempt to save her business partnerships. And so a month after that, and by the way, this my source here is Wikipedia. After that, Chrissy Teigen released another apology in a lengthy blog post admitting to cyberbullying because I guess there was a fashion designer along with Farah Abraham who she of she of she of Farah Abraham Him. yeah um <laughs> they spoke about being targets of her attacks as well and they posted screenshots of Chrissy Teigen saying shitty things to them Chrissy Teigen said that the screenshots had been faked and that was the end of that. But it didn't help. It didn't help the situation no. at the time. And and she only claims the ones from the fashion designer are faked, right? The other ones she admits. Certainly the Courtney Stodden yes, ones. Yes, I believe so. Deny. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I and mean, Courtney Stodden was the one. She was on like Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew, right? With that husband. Ooh. And they were like, "This isn't legal." And they were like, "What? Am I wrong?" That feels I don't right. Know. But I don't know if it's right. It just feels know. right. You know, that feels like let the me, kind of couple they were. Me, she was, I think me, she was 16 when they got married. Is that possible? Yes. The couple appeared as cast members in the second season of VH1 reality television series Couples Therapy. 
It was couples therapy with Dr. Drew. The thing is, that story is a little complicated. I remember the Courtney Stone story because it kind of seemed like her parents pimped her out to that guy. Like there, it it was, was, she did not she seem was like, like a good family life. Yeah, she was like a minor, and it was like technically legal because the parents signed her away, but it was like the guy was so much older than her. And they went on couples therapy on VH1, and I remember everyone else being like, all the other couples were like, get away from him. Like, run away. Like, you are a child. Like, don't do this. And so it's sad because she probably watched the show, and that was probably what happened, right? In theory, that was, like, the time that she mm-hmm. tweeted her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're watching this person on TV, and then you're, like, tweeting all about this, and then also messaging her privately and, like, saying horrible things to her. When, when the show itself was extremely sympathetic to Courtney and being well, like, you are not safe in this. Like, you right. need to... You need help. Like, it wasn't, like, her being, like, I'm amazing. And, like, no one, you know, she was resistant. But, like, it was extremely obvious watching the show that she was, like, a child married to a full-fledged adult. And it was really sad. Well, I think that's kind of why it feels so gross that Chrissy Teigen did this. Because it feels like punching down so significantly. Yeah. Oh, that's all it is. That's why I don't like her. To troll, like, Donald Trump, who deserves it and or whatever right like you're like you know she was kind of in her like resistance mom era so she was doing a lot of you know shooting a trump whatever but it's another thing like what about courtney stodden made you feel anything other than empathy for her like she was just this kind of sad figure like a poor man's anna nicole smith i can't imagine having so much vitriol that i would send her a message to unalive herself like that just seems like such a dramatic reaction to kind of like a sad reality yeah, show it's, it's also not trolling you know it, it's it's actual bullying like to yeah. me trolling is something like you humiliate someone in the comment section very publicly like this is that's no, harassment like, yeah, it's, it's just harassment. plain harassment you know yeah. yeah and this is from someone who is a self-described uh feminist and i shouldn't even say self-described because she did she, she's been active and vocal politically about feminist issues. She's made large donations to feminist organizations before all this stuff happened. So to know that she's doing this was just very, very just disturbing. I don't know that I've forgiven her since only because was I fascinated with the salaciousness of the Courtney Stodden of it all? Yeah. I mean, like anyone else was, but she's still a child, an actual child when you're messaging her. It was very bizarre. Just very bizarre. And to me, when it happened, negated every bit of good work. You know what I mean? It's it's like finding yeah. out that a rabbi is a Nazi or something. It's just like what utterly like it and turns that, everything you represent upside. It turns it into a lie. All of it. Well, and that's also too. It's like this is also where her not like having an actual like talent to fall back on hurts her. Cause she can't be right. like, Oh, I'm going to go make a new album. Like bye. She's now just like, Oh, my whole job is to be like a personality on Twitter. And now I can't do that because I was like unmasked. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and even if let me give her the benefit of the doubt for two seconds and be like, okay, you were in it. Like, I don't know what that would be, but sure. You didn't mean to do this or you were in a very bad place. And so you lashed out at someone else. Let's just say, like, it still is like, okay, now what do you do? Because you're kind of, like, fucked. Because you don't really have, like, any real career right. to, like, throw yourself into. You're just supposed to be funny on Twitter. And, right. and and so it's like, now you're kind of, like, painted yourself in a corner because you can't. Do Spike anything. TV isn't. Sorry to say, yeah. Spike TV is not paying the bills, honey. Like, and no <laughs> one's no one's watching you for that. Well, she kind of doesn't need to pay the bills, though, right? I mean, no, she is married sure. to John yeah. Legend, so she sure. could She have... won't pay a bill ever again. 
she could have just been like, you know what? This really makes me think and I'm going to go away quietly and whatever. But I think part of what made it worse to me at the time is she went away for like a minute and then she came back and was like, it's been really hard on me. Not yeah. Me online. Yes. Cause was and I was moment. like, girl, uh-huh. no, don't do well, that. Cause she, cause what happened? She came back and was like, guys, it's like really bad. And like cancel cards. Like she, in my opinion is like the number one person that like has been canceled. Like we all decided like, okay, like no, like you're done now. Mm. And we as a society was like, goodbye. And she left. Do you agree with this? No. I don't know about the number one, but she's certainly up there. I mean, it was, it was pretty immediate and, and you know, solid, I would say. Yeah. She did go away because no one wanted anything to do with her anymore. And again, she has nothing to even not to invoke this, but even R Kelly, like who some people were like, campaigning to stop him from creating music and people stopped streaming his music. There were still people that were like, I love his music. So I will not do that. Do you know what I mean? Like there, like even someone who is that horrible, there were still people because of his actual career were like, I will hold on to this. Sure. But also I feel like we should separate like criminals from cancer. Sure. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I feel like Harvey, if it, in that scenario, Harvey Weinstein is the number one most canceled person. Sure. But he's a criminal, right? Like, I feel like yes. the Bill Cosby's, the Harvey Weinstein's, like, that's a different class. She probably is one of the most popular, kind of mildly annoying people who went on to just get removed from the public eye for some period of time. Yeah. Despite the fact and that it was very obvious she still wanted the attention. For behavior that could be considered criminal, I might add, because urging someone to kill themselves, like there are cases where these people do actually, they are held liable under the eyes of the law. I mean, I can't think of those names. Right. She just got out of jail or just served jail. Right. That, that girl who. The girl that was was, like, you should do it. And he was like, I don't think I want to do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. The one that was like Michelle Carter, the girl that texted her boyfriend that was like you, that basically. Right. Can you imagine, though, if Courtney Stodding, God forbid, had harmed herself in some way, and then they looked on her phone, and the last thing she saw was Chrissy Teigen's tweet? Chrissy, strawberry shortcake, Teigen's tweet. <laughs> You're so horrible. I can't believe it took me this long to revisit that joke. Yeah, to re- <laughs> yeah. It's impressive um, that you stayed, but, stayed in your mind that way. <laughs> and, the, you know, and, the, and the only reason I bring up R. Kelly is that, like, is it's like all these people that are, like, Criminal again, criminals. They at least have like something that is a, somewhat of a real career that they can point to to be like. But this is right. the thing that I've put into the world. She's like, here are all the tweets that I've put into the world. You know, it, right. there. I I keep going back to the thing of like she did such a good job of being a celebrity for no reason, and yet, like that is kind of her downfall at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Also, I have to say that I think part of the reason she was so roundly kind of rejected is because she had also canceled a lot of other people. Yes. But she had participated in the canceling of others with a, a very gleeful zeal. So yeah. I think it made it even more kind of unlikely that she would be forgiven so fast. And her vocal criticism of Donald Trump had half of Twitter when they found out these evil things that she was saying privately. The, half of Twitter already hated her just because of her politics. So they right. pounced and pounced and pounced and gave her a taste of her own medicine. Really? I mean, and then what happens? Like she goes, she comes back and it's like, it's been really hard and I've been thinking a lot and I'm really sad. And made and it like, worse. I, made it yeah. infinitely worse. And yeah. I want to be famous again. And like, you guys should all just let me be famous again. Like basically is what she said. Sure I mean, was. I'm paraphrasing. Sure but was. That, sure yeah. was. Yeah. 
And then that was like, shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> like it was everyone. Then it was really bad. I feel like it didn't go well. It took a while for her to dig herself out of that particular hole. Well, she finally got, basically everyone reacts and is like, what are you doing? Stop. Goodbye. Leave now. And then she really kind of did. Like, I really feel like she hasn't been around. We haven't, we're just starting to see news stories about her. And this happened a couple years ago, didn't yes. it? I mean, this was yep. a while ago. It was in, um, it was in May of 2021 that all this went down with Courtney. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah, recent. So th- that's very, more recent than I realized. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, that was the other thing you said. This is also during COVID. So when you don't have a lot of shit to do, you're going to focus on things like what did Chrissy Teigen say? And so they pounced. She became very popular during COVID, by the way, as a result, and sort of died by her own sword was that she got canceled during COVID as well. Because it was during the 2020 election and her criticism of Trump that uh, turned the dial up on her a lot. Right. The right wing media was like very focused on her. Yes. So they were going to run with any story that was going to help sure. that cause. For sure. I mean, and then what happens? Nothing really. Like she's kind of been quiet. We're starting to get a few stories about her. She's well, like 14 red- months, 14 months after she uh, after Courtney Stodden made these accusations, Chrissy Teigen celebrated one year of alcohol sobriety. So um, that's right. She oh, I, I'm, which I I'm mean- assuming is her saying that that was her alcoholism perhaps was partially responsible for her it behavior. Is, it is a good, I mean, I'm going to be gross right now, but like, it is a good play by her. Yeah. We'll say. yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, I, yeah. if you're her, what's the, what is the other, what are the others really? I mean, They're, she already called herself no. a troll, which that's again, that's not a troll. That's a psycho. And, um, said that she was an alcoholic. So I don't know. Now the now now the bitch is looking to us, which I think is really rude. Really, just this <laughs> where they all end here. It's up to the two of you. How are you going to save Chrissy Teigen's career? Tell I me. think we're there. Are I we there? there? I think we're there. Chrissy Teigen, you are famous for nothing. You are famous, and you you don't have a career to fall back on, and you have to fix that. So this is what's going to happen. You are going to be in every single runway show in next New York Fashion Week that you can. You are going to be a model again and just show up in every single extremely amazing famous designer show. Either at the beginning or at the, like, you know, you are going to be pulling out looks, huge gowns, like craziness. Like crazy, so that like you get back in <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm. Enjoying your performance. Continue. In these like amazing gowns that are just, you're like pulling looks, like just jaw dropping situations so that you have to have, you, you know, your picture in the press walking the runway. Right. And from there, you do start doing billboard ads. You start doing all kinds of stuff. Like you take back over and like you're, since you're famous, like you're not 22 years old, but you will be booked because you're a famous celebrity that wants to be a model again. And you are going to put your face as in as many places as possible. So we can't stop looking at you and simply overexpose us to you again. So that when you do come back to Twitter and like decide to do whatever you want to do and want to talk about random weird shit or like celebrity, like reality stars, like whoever on love Island that you want to meet, et cetera, right. et cetera. <laughs> like, 
when you do that, then like we're okay with it because we've had to see your face 95,000 fucking times. And I, I almost was going to pitch her becoming a real housewife, but I'm not going to do that. And I almost pitched her doing some kind of musical career. I don't know Uh, what, but I'm not going to do that either, but I wanted her to come out with an album at some point for no reason at all. Talent? No, it doesn't matter. That's not the point here. But I was, I almost added that in and I'm taking, I'm not doing it, but I need you to know that I almost did it because it's funny. But I just need her to like be so that when people say blank, 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 Chrissy Teigen, it is an internet personality, Chrissy Teigen. It is runway model, Chrissy Teigen. Interesting. She needs a career that is not being an internet celebrity. You have a lot and of faith that, that she can even pull this off. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to pull your She idea. has no fat in her armpits. She can pull it off. So that was then. She's had too many children. She'll since suck then. it I, I right know. back out. She's ready. She said everything is fake. She'll get a full body redone situation. Huh. Listen, I don't want to, you know, put a thumb on the scale yet because I really want to be able to judge impartially. But I, I will that. say I like if Lisa Rinna can be in runway shows. I think Slam. Slam. Ah. You know what I mean? Like, wait, I must go back to when you called Courtney Stodd in a, a dollar store version of, of, um, Anna Nicole Smith, and I just need to add a slam. But I now know. I also it, it need to add. It feels mean. Am I bullying Courtney's no, no, but oh, it's no. true. I mean, Mildly. It was, only if you're talking about 18-year-old Courtney. No, but we yeah. all felt bad about, uh, Anna Nicole Smith as well. Right, like, I loved it, Anna Nicole Smith. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. It's, it's, it's like who it's didn't a tragic figure. It's feel it would, no, but sympathy for who her. among us did who not love Anna, Anna who Nicole amongst, Smith. Who but, amongst us? That's true. Who amongst? Right. But also, if Lisa Rinna, that is a slam. I've, <laughs> if I've ever heard one, thank you for that. I mean, listen, <laughs> you have to admit it's pretty shocking that she's on runway shows now. Yeah, yeah. All right, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me. Christine <laughs> Eggplant Parmesan Steak Diane <laughs> Tegan Legend. I, the entire time that we were talking, I did not budge from my original pitch, which was just delete your account on until the last five minutes of us talking. The whole time I just thought, you know what? You don't need, you you need to be famous, obviously, like, but you don't need it. Like you're set for life. You have a, you have a, a ton of kids and you'll never want for anything currently until the end of their lives, because you don't need to work another day. John legend has you covered. Could you have a job? Am I being misogynistic? No, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just telling everyone what your situation is. It's not like you need a paycheck. You're good but you need to be famous. And I don't want her to be, I really don't. And I want her to delete her account because if someone abuses children. You're not allowed around children anymore. So if she abused this platform, she shouldn't be allowed to use it. Period. Elon Musk should just get rid of her. But I mean that Dominic, what you're asking but, to move the sun and the earth. What are you talking but about? I no longer think uh, that's not my pitch. That okay. I wanted to let you know my my pre pitch because I don't like her. But then, because I I really focus on what we're supposed to be doing here, what we're committed to doing, I have changed my pitch. Chris is going to need smelling salts after this. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I I think that Chrissy Teigen should be the new host of Love Is Blind. <laughs> oh my! Are they looking for a new host? No, but they should because the ones they have are not good. Chris, 
Ladies and gentlemen. Dominic <laughs> Anthony Pupa. Oh, fuck. I lost this one. You oh don't know. You don't know if you lost it yet. I Susie has not Dominic, spoken. But I'm fuck. just, as we're talking about her, fuck. and when we're talking about someone, I'm looking at their pictures on my other monitor, and I'm like, you know what? You need you 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 need to do something brainless with a dash of glamour, and that's it. And they <sighs> they need that the show needs it anyway because we've already discussed that that's their problem. Chris Dominic. is so upset. Are you crying actual tears? At the, <laughs> how how my dare ideas? you? How <laughs> Dominic? How dare you use this against me like this? I have weaponized your addiction to a television oh my show God. that as of press time, I have not watched an episode one frame of, of it. Not one frame. I also do not watch Love is Blind, although I think it is hosted by Nick Vanessa and Vanessa and Lachey. <laughs> yes, right. and I have Who, seen the memes about how weird we have, their hosting is. We I have, have sacrificed them to the gods on this show on if, more than one occasion. One occasion. If okay. Vanessa Lachey, I have said on more, more than one occasion publicly, if Vanessa Lachey ever sees me in person, if she spit in my face, I would just take it for the things <laughs> that I have said about her on the, on the record. <laughs> and I would deserve it. <laughs> wow. Anyway. And I Dominic, I am beside myself. Are you forfeiting, Chris? Do you no, actually like my pitch? I'm not, but I it's an amazing pitch. I uh yeah, first I wanted her just eradicated from public life, and then I'm just like, just put her on the most popular show You're on like, Netflix <laughs> instead. <laughs> Well, either way, you won't see her, so you're good. That's right. true. So it worked <laughs> actually. I wasn't before. Us <laughs> deciding to do her was the most I'd thought about her in quite some time, but, uh, and that's my pitch. Susie, the, uh, the, the floor is yours. The ball's in your court. You this can feels, ask questions. You can do whatever you want. This feels very hard, and I feel a bit like how Chrissy Teigen must have felt when she did that judge show where she oh was god. judge Chrissy oh my, or whatever how, the hell. Wait, she wait. Did. Oh my god, we didn't even talk how, about that. How did we not even talk about it? How just did to we just not bring wow. that in? You're at the end, in the final moments. Oh god. So I'm gonna judge this from the perspective of someone who likes Chrissy Teigen, which I am not. But if I were, okay, I, I don't feel very strongly about her either. Where, way i just think she's kind of cringy and i don't think the stuff she did to poor uh courtney was okay i think if i were on her team i would go with chris's advice but if i was just a person in the world i would go with dominic's so it's kind of a tie is that okay is that a cop out <laughs> it's no a, chris and i have differing opinions on the ties go, go well, ahead i feel like it would be more seemly, it would be more classy to be a supermodel again. You know, to just like do right. some covers, do a couple stunt appearances on the runway, spend more time with their children, get out of the totally. way. But of course I would prefer it if she was the host of a trashy reality show. That would Listen, be preferable for me. You can have your tie because I forgot that, Chris, we've already discussed that in the event of a tie, we're turning it over to the viewers to decide. Remember? In an unprecedented move. <laughs> something we haven't said in a long time on this podcast. Because it hasn't warranted it until this very fucking moment. 
this unprecedented so the, moment. About oh. three months ago, every episode we tried to make some reason for it to be unprecedented when it was like the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. I and feel then, like um, I've made history. Don't take you this have. away from oh, me. You, no, you, have, you have without no, even no, knowing you it. Have. You have. What we are going to do is we are going to post the popular vote on Patreon like we always do. And the patrons are going to vote on who they think wins. I can't it is wait. going to be up to the popular vote. We are going to take a whole week. To let the po- the votes roll in, and just the patrons this time are going to vote on who is the winner, and we'll announce it next week on the podcast. Wow, wow! I feel really honored to be part of this. You should, you should, you should. I mean, oh, wow, Dominic, love is blind. I know. I'm, I think Chris I'm re- is going to Chris, Chris is going to go on the Patreon and vote for my pitch, by the <laughs> way, so everyone knows. I really feel that he chooses you, so. I was really torn, but I think for her own sanity, it would be better for her to be not around very much like I here and there. Love how seriously you and all of our judges come. Uh, you you take it so much more seriously than Chris and I, and <laughs> than honestly, we do. you lend such a legitimacy to this that I feel like it's like embarrassing for me. Is what you're not, saying? No, no, it's embarrassing for us to be honest yeah, with you. We're like, um, oh, we don't even care as much about this as everyone else does. That's wow. fantastic. Okay, well, we're so going to have results I mean, next week, everybody. And guys, if you feel very strongly about one of these pitches and you're not in the Patreon, the $5 tier is all you need to be a part of in order to vote in the popular vote. I know. And we didn't know this was going to happen. This is not a money grab. It no, is no just, we, tru- we truly did not. This is just how we're handling it. Wow. I mean, I'm on pins I'm on pins and needles waiting to see who wins because this is like i'm not because if i don't win i'm canceling this podcast <laughs> no i am and on I'm, Dominic, as well. I'm not gonna lie using the fixing famous people account i will put one vote on your thing <laughs> from me I, I really will i really will oh my god i'm honored i'm honored um, i don't know how it jumped i just don't know how it jumped in there i just was like fuck it Sometimes genius just strikes, you know. Well, only of a show I would barely even know about if I you, didn't. That's why. That's what I said. You wouldn't even see her anyway because you wouldn't be watching. Correct. Correct. <laughs> You're just I, if she her does host. Me. Right. If she hosts it, I will never see it. But good luck, yeah. girl. <laughs> um, Susie, thank you so much for being with us. Please, where can people find you? Um, thank you so much for having me. People can find me anywhere they look for podcasts so apple podcasts spotify you can find me on instagram at suzyb nyc and please listen to in retrospect thank you so much dominic where can people find you i can be found at my website dominantary.com and on socials at dominic pupa christopher where can everyone find you you guys can find me at the Krista Rosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Um, you can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash fixing famous people. You can buy the holiday candles at the link in our bio. And thank you for being here, Susie. Um, I wish you both well. And as always, where's Shelly? Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 